During this week's Money Protector Wealthy Woman series, we embark upon the brave new world of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and NFTs. Everything you wanted to know, but were afraid to ask. And we have a very special guest, Tiffany Johnston, who serves as the chief of staff with a blockchain company called BlockCerts, which is one of the premier blockchain companies in the world. So strap yourselves in, get ready to learn a lot. Before we talk about blockchain and, and your company, let's hear about you. Let's hear about your background, where you're from, um, a little bit about your journey. Yeah, I, uh, I'm originally from, I was born in Vietnam and came here when I was uh, 10. It's one of the uh, political refugees and uh, settled in the Bay Area. So I grew up in uh, Sunnyvale, right down the street from Google and uh, Intel. And then, um, and then um, went to school uh, in uh, Santa Barbara, UCSB, and, and uh, I had a uh, graduate, graduate degree from there too. And then went back to San Francisco to uh, start my career in finance and then in tech. Yeah. And so how did you, what was your journey with investing or, and money? And how did you, as you started to make it, what was that relationship like and how did that play out and how is it still playing out? I, you know, I started out with uh, um, my finance professor just told me to buy um, um, U.S. bonds. I don't know if you remember that. So I used to save my money and uh, $100 a month or something, I would buy a bond and <laughs> And that's how I started with that. And then, uh, and then I started investing in mutual funds and then eventually got into stocks and, um, and just really uh, have never really stopped. And, and now, and then two years ago, I got into crypto. And, and so that's just a whole new um, uh, world of investment and uh, new technology that we'll talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So as you know, uh, the entire month of March, the Money Protector is sponsoring a Wealthy Woman series. This is in honor of Women's History Month. And the idea behind it, as you and I have discussed, is to teach women ways to empower themselves about money, um, about how to make it, how to build wealth, how to protect wealth, and a myriad of issues that we'll cover during that time. Um, so as part of that, that what we wanted to discuss with you about is the emerging role of blockchain, crypto, all these new technologies, these new buzzwords, really, and, um, and how they may impact women thinking about, you know, building wealth or money at a basic level, because you really are a blockchain expert. Can you sort of talk about how women should think about blockchain, why it's important for them to understand it from the standpoint of getting to know their money? One in 10 crypto owners are women. And this is, um, this is where the world is heading. Uh, you can go back to thinking about um, the dot-com 20 years ago. Uh, we are, you know, that was 20 years ago. Had you gotten in, you would be in a different place now. Well, now is the, it's still an inception of blockchain and crypto. It's not a fad, it's not a revolution. It is the uh, transformation of technology that is going to usher us into the next era, the next 10, 20 years. But what if, what if someone, what if a woman feels like, well, this is just the next shiny object, you know, it's going to be, and why should I pay attention? It's too risky. Why, why should they not fear? Okay. We'll, we'll go into the technology part of it and okay. why it is an integral part of the technology that runs the enterprises and, and businesses not just in the US, but it is now global, globally. So let's touch on blockchain 
which you may have heard the buzzword or the word Web 3.0 versus crypto or Bitcoin. Okay, and wh why blockchain or why Web 3.0? Um, so let me just go back to what is Web 2, what Web 1.0, Web 2.0, and why are we going into Web 3.0? So Web 1.0 was the invention of the internet with AOL getting everybody, getting America online. And Web 2.0 is the cloud-based business, which the, that's with the invention of, um, with the oncoming of Amazon and um, Apple. So we're now a cloud-based te uh, technology, which is Web 2.0. But these are the current issues of Web 2.0. We have data breaches, 30 billion, billion records. That was hacked in 2021. Consumers are being tracked for marketing purpose, limited or no data control and privacy. And the five big tech giants that have a centralized control over uh, most all of aspects of our lives. And these are the five giants, right? We've got Facebook, Google, Apple, Amazon, and Microsoft. Let's face it, you and I and all of us have really cannot go through our lives or everyday life without having to use any, if not all of these technologies just to function, okay? And that's why it's centralized and everything, everything gets pushed up to these uh, five tech giants. Mm -hmm. So that's centralized versus decentralized. And that's where the world is heading towards is a decentralized infrastructure. Um, which is Web 3.0. And, you know, there's a push for, um, there's a, well, the reason why it's not a fad and it's not just a new technology that's going to go away, um, the Silicon Valley is entering it at an exponential rate. Uh, it was in the millions, now it's in the billions. Wall Street is, uh, is investing in it and basically the entire world. So here's Forbes, the overall market cap for this year's blockchain 50 companies in 2022 is 6.3 trillion. Mm -hmm. European companies adopting blockchain, um, everything from uh, Swiss watches to um, LVMH and everything in between. You have Silicon Valley with um, Anderson Horowitz. Um, they just started a $2 billion fund uh, and um, uh, and a host of other um, uh, Silicon Valley giants that are starting their own funds up there. Okay. Uh, not just the U. Um, it's no longer just the U.S., but now it's a global investment. It's a global involvement in blockchain and cryptocurrency. I mean, take a look at the top five countries with the most uh, cryptocurrency holders. We have India leading the uh, Charged with 100 million, the US, 27 million, Russia, Nigeria, and Brazil. That's just the top five countries and it's still growing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, um, yeah, so before uh, getting into that, I wanted to, to um, go back to the basic of what is blockchain and what, and what is um, Bitcoin or crypto? Right. And so blockchain is a technology that 
is a platform that enables for an application to run on top of it. And Bitcoin is, is one application that runs on the blockchain technology. So if you, um, I like analogies because I'm a visual person. So think of blockchain as the infrastructure or the roads. And Bitcoin is one of the cars. Now it happens to be a Ferrari or a um, Rolls Royce, right? That, that of a car that runs on the road, but it's just one application that you can, um, that has been built to run on the blockchain. And Bitcoin itself is a stored value that is a that is in a network that you can fractionalize that stored value in order to do transa uh, transaction or in order to transact. So think of it as, uh, you know, um, if you have a hundred dollars and you have to physically take that hundred dollars to go and exchange or transact, right? Or else, if you're doing online, you have to you have to uh, buy you have to do buy multiple times. I mean, just that that's money. It's just one time of a store value. Whereas Bitcoin is a network where you can have multiple parties all over the world to be able to uh, utilize Bitcoin at a fractional, uh, in a fractional way. So it's a network um, of a stored value. It's, it's the best that I can break it down to that level. And, but Bitcoin is a, a currency, a digital currency. Um, and, and crypto, what's known it's, crypto is on the digital currency side Whereas Bitcoin, um, blockchain is a technology that enables all of these projects and all of these crypto companies that you read about and that you can buy coins or tokens with. Um, but those are the applications. So, so is it the, one way to think of blockchain is it's the foundation that's poured um, and then you have other rooms that sort of live on top of the foundation like a house? Yes. Okay. And then digital wallet. Yeah. So we can go into, uh, yeah, so let's break down to the basic, right? Crypto investment, basic. Um, where do I buy crypto and NFT, right? What is a digital wallet and why is authentication important? So a digital wallet is, so in the world of crypto, um, you, you, uh, it's different from stock where you have to go to an, an exchange such as Coinbase or, or Binance.us and you sign up for the account and then you have to download a wallet. Um, think of it as a digital wallet, a physical wallet. You hold your, your money and credit cards, digital wallet. You hold all of your coins and tokens. Uh, so in each of the exchange, you go in and they, you download a wallet in order before you buy the tokens. Um, that's what's called a digital wallet. And why is authentication important? That's that, that's for security and protection. So that uh, when I work for, for um, at Blockcerts, um, we have built a uh, an authentication process that is not available in with the wallets today. And that just allows for anyone that 
enters your your wallet or any anyone that transacts or in that you're doing transaction with in the crypto world you know exactly who they are because they've been verified and authenticated so it just allows for a um, a security and a secured environment that you know exactly who you do who you're working with or doing transaction with and they are verified women need to catch up you know one out of ten crypto buyers uh, are women right so nine are uh, nine are men and and one is a woman and this is <laughs> the biggest uh, technological advancement um, with companies to invest in 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 our lifetime so um, absolutely you gotta uh, get in with this now as far as uh, there's no there's no financial uh, advisory in the investment of, uh, of crypto um, for my own philosophy and how I have been investing in the crypto world is because I'm in the technology the blockchain technology side so when I invest in projects that that have technology with with a product behind it as a real company in order uh, so that I can invest in them and have faith in them that they will be the future Microsoft or future Google or future um, Apple or Facebook. Right? And if you so don't mind, I, just for just for a minute to uh, talk about this one in ten uh, statistic about women. What you know, I know you, you talked before about fear that maybe that's the reason uh, this one in ten. Um, but your point is that these women may be missing an, a revolution in yeah. being able to build wealth, to be able to build their portfolio. And you're sort of here to say, look, you, here's, here's how to understand it and demystify it, right? Because that's not right. It's not fair that men are nine out of 10 that are investing in this. And, and so women need to get to know their money. They need to get to know this space. Yes, and demystify the fear. And that's why we have this conversation. Uh, my goal is to get the information out there and just do block, you know, crypto 101, um, whether we can do this on a uh, more frequent basis. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm also have been doing a, a guest lecture to, um, with the uh, Nazarene University in Point Loma here in San Diego. So I speak to the MBA classes and the, the um, senior classes at the university every quarter or every semester. And so we, we go and we talk about blockchain and crypto, uh, where, where the world is heading, why these technologies are here to stay and mm -hmm. they're not going away and it's not a fad and why you should invest because the, the big guys, I mean, the Silicon Valley, the Wall Street and all of the, the large financial inst institutions across the globe are investing in the technology um, and buying crypto, right? Got it, so, got it. Um, and you, so you do not want to miss this, uh, this, uh, this uh, technological advancement, I mean, this revolution. Um, and here's, here's the top, you know, here's why. This is uh, what's just published last week by Forbes Advisor. So these are the top 10 crypto companies in February 2022, total market cap is 1.78, almost 
trillion wow. dollars. Um, and this has been over the last uh, two years, really, but mostly for the last year. So if you want the, um, the short tips, crypto in Coinbase, in Binance, in crypto.com, and five other, five other exchanges. Because last year or two years ago, uh, certain coins only can only be traded in a certain exchange, so I have to have a lot of wallets. But now, luckily, Coinbase have a lot more tokens that you can buy. So you can just start with the easiest is Coinbase uh, or, or Binance is a little harder to, uh, to, they have less coins and it's a little harder to onboard. But so Coinbase, I would say, if you're going to start out, is the easiest, it's the, the largest in the US and they are regulated. It's a public company and they are regulated by the SEC. So you can have comfort that they are regulated. Um, and let me, let me just ask, so, I guess the biggest piece of advice with regarding uh, the wallet is you you would probably tell each woman, you know, you can do your due diligence and research this area, but at the very minimum, you need to start by getting a digital wallet. Like you need to create that mm-hmm. to be able to begin to uh, invest in this world. That not that the kind of the first order of business? Yes. Can you see my, uh, my screen? Yeah. Okay. So this is Coinbase. And um, so you go into coinbase.com and you can just um, uh, sign up with them and download a, a wallet. And they would ask for a selfie, a, a government issued ID. And then once you upload all that, they're onboarding. It takes a, a day or two for them to verify you. And then you open, that's how you open an account with them. And then you can go in here and just start buying or selling points or, or tokens. All right, here's the trade. You can, um, yeah, so. Great. Yeah, so that, that's the coin, that, that's the step. You go into Coinbase, you can um, just, just sign up with them and then download a wallet. And well, you, you onboard, download a wallet, and then, um, and then once you're verified and approved, then you can connect your bank account to to Coinbase, and then you can just start buying the um, the crypto. Got it. This is great. Yes, and what's great about crypto is that um, now there's one step that um, that's added to this whole crypto world is it's called a two-factor authentication. The short, um, the acronym will be 2FA. And so you, you just have to download what's called a Google Authenticator. And that, I mean, it's an app. You download that and then that they, and every time you log into Coinbase, this Google Authenticator will give you a, a six digit code and it changes every 10 minutes. So oh, that's okay. part of their uh, security to make sure you are who you are and mm-hmm. that um, you're not an imposter that could just like, right. yes, or change every 10 minutes. So now I'm in, see, this is my, uh, I'm in the Coinbase wallet. Um, I can start trading. So if I want to buy Bitcoin, but who will be the next big five tech companies in Web 3.0? Uh, 
right now the race is on and nobody knows. Now rest assured, the current big five tech, they have their blockchain department and they're not gonna be left behind. So they're, they're entering the race along with everyone else, right? So, you know, what if you had invested back then into 2000 um, in the big five back then, right? Where would you be now? And here we are, 2022, we are in the middle of a blockchain slash crypto uh, new era and new transition, new tech going into the web 3.0 world, right? So would you get another chance to invest in the next big five web free companies for the future? Let's talk more about just for a moment, uh, the, the broader issue of women and money and fear. We talked a little bit about that. Uh, let's go a little deeper into that about trying to peel the onion on why one in 10 women are investing this. So let, let's look at why that's the case. What's maybe holding them back? Three things, uh, mainly. Uh, one is that society doesn't put emphasis for a woman to manage her finance, right? In a societal uh, um, expect, not the expectation, just societal a sentiment is that the man controls the money, it's a provider, right? So um, first of all, so a, a girl grows up not expected to know her finance, but a boy does, right? So just let's just break it down to societal um, expectation and, and sentiment. Uh, and then secondly, um, once they enter into a uh, a relationship or be uh, or mar uh, in a marriage, then the husband generally uh, takes care of the finances so that the wife doesn't. Right. So now you have uh, you have roles that that uh, prevent or does it encourage a woman to manage and uh, to manage and become self-sufficient or to take control um, for finance. Right, finance, right. right? Yeah. Um, and, then, and then fear. Um, I mean, especially the last uh, two years or so, we have the pandemic that um, you gotta save your money because you don't know what's gonna happen, right? So now we're in the, I mean, good news is the savings percentage have gone to the roof, but bad news is everybody is hoarding money because of fear. And then you have current events that is, you know, with the news and with the media that's saying inflation. And now you have current events with war that's going on. So the future is uncertain, right? So all points leading back to save your cash, save your cash, save your cash, right? Um, even my my father and uh, and his my uh, stepmom calls me every other month to save my cash and don't invest, take the money out of the investment. I know better. But so you have all points pushing you back into keeping cash. And we know that is a detriment to your future, even a financial stability. Forget about building wealth because the uh, inflation is gonna eat into your cash and you actually have less than what you started with. So, that was so said so perfectly. Yeah, that was said so yeah. well. That was a, so. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's do this. So, because you're starting to teach this a little bit in San Diego, and you've done such a good job today, let's say you're sitting down at lunch with five women, 
and they're all in their 30s and 40s. And they're like, wow, you know so much about blockchain and this, and you're an investor yourself. Uh, what should I do? Like, what, what are the basics? So, okay, I got to go get my wallet. I need to start researching. I need to look at blockchain. Like, what's, what's kind of their next step to enter this brave new world? Start reading about cryptocurrency and understand a little bit about the, 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 the understand a little bit about the, the technology, right? But what I can give you the short, when you saw the top 10 companies. So I mean, what's, what's popular that I would say um, the two biggest crypto that everybody, most everybody who invests in crypto owns, I would say 90% of them either own Bitcoin or Ethereum, right? So if we want to compare that to the, um, the S&P 500 or the Dow 30, right? If you want to just go safe and go large cap, then you would want to go look at and buy into Bitcoin or Ethereum because that, that is, it's, I mean, I, I'm a visual person. I liken that as the ocean, right? So the ocean is still going to be volatile with storms and, and waves, but it's still the ocean. That's the ocean. Whereas the, all the other crypto, um, that it's going to be the less than or, or smaller cap than Bitcoin or Ethereum. And it's going to be more, uh, 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 more volatile when the, the crypto market um, uh, fluctuates. But, you know, I mean, to start with, I would say uh, Bitcoin, now Bitcoin's at 37,000 or 40,000. So you're gonna, uh, you're gonna buy, be able to buy a lot, uh, a lot less of it. Ethereum is hovering at about 2,800, 3,000. So you can buy a little bit more, but you know, just start, just start anywhere. Uh, yeah, so it's really like maybe, start reading about blockchain, reading about NFTs, reading about these uh, different cryptocurrencies, uh, setting up your digital wallet, right? Yes. Just those basic things. And that, that begins to strip away fear, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. Now, NFT is a whole different sector of blockchain. NFT is more of the digital art. And you yeah. can invest in that. Now, the, the exchange that you can go and buy NFT is uh, OpenSea. You know, open in an SEA or Rarible, and those are the, the two exchanges that you can buy NFT, and you can I mean, you're, you're buying digital art, so you're buying and hold, or you can resell it depending on how much people want to rebuy your your digital art. Uh, however, the 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 crypto investment is for long term because when you're buying a crypto. Um, which is either a coin or a token. Crypto, it's a, it's a general term that is, that's the investment side of blockchain, that's crypto. And, and in crypto, you buy either a coin or a token. Like blockchain has tokens, but you know, Ethereum is a coin. Um, they're interchangeable, but yeah. those, those are actual companies, right? That you can invest for long-term. Ethereum is a platform company is a technology that that allows for Bitcoin to run, that allows for uh, Uniswap and a bunch of other coins that, you know, projects. So, that run. so you don't really see, so you see uh, 
crypto and the, the various currencies as a potential long-term investment, as you just alluded to with one of these companies. Right. But you don't really see NFTs the same way. Are, are NFTs sort of ephemeral or they're short-term or what? what's the difference? NFT is, right now as an industry, it's not ephemeral. I think um, NFT right now as the world uses it is a digital art or, or digital, um, it's, is tokenizing uh, and digitizing uh, art or media, right? In order to to monetize it. Mm -hmm. um, but I see the future of NFT is actually tracking technologies. Uh, and you heard it first on here. So that is actual tracking technology because NFT means non-fungible token. So it's a unique token that all the, the all the codes that belong to that one asset, that one entity. So um, in the future, right, NFT could be assigned to one house, right? You have one uh, lot or parcel or one house is a property. That's NFT, right? Non fungible token. Is That's like a it's like a digital fingerprint, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or so yeah, or a car, right? Has one VIN. So right, you can right. See that, yeah. So that's going to be the future of. Uh, so uh, when you were talking about tracking, can you illuminate the subject a little more about what you mean by tracking? Because when you, you say you heard it first, what do people? How do people understand what you mean by tracking? So um, it just means um, it, at the basic level. This is my opinion. I believe you know now you have the the QR code, right? Or or the uh, um, you know when you, you buy your 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 food, there's a there's a code. UPC a code. code, yeah, UPC, UPC yeah. code, yeah. yeah. So in the future, that's going to be an NFT, but but this NFT or non fungible token, there's a smart contract, and a smart contract is it just allows for a set of rules, which is coded, you know, it's coded in there for that particular product or that particular um, entity to do exactly what it's coded to do. So um, so an NFT is more of a smart, uh, it's, a, it's a tracking technology that's coded in any, anything, in, in any entity, but you can build a smart contract behind it. Um, for example, if, um, if, we're, if there's an NFT for a car, and you can actually fractionalize that NFT. So let's say you're buying a Ferrari and it's, oh, you know, $400,000. So now you have 400,000 tokens that, that could be divvy up, right? Let's say four people bought that. So now those four people in that NFT, there's a smart contract that's assigned to say those four people actually own this particular car and and then in the future, when the car is sold, then these four people would get the benefits or the, the profits um, shared from that particular um, sale of that, of, of that asset. So all of those set of rules and all of those sets of, um, uh, of uh, um, functions are tied yeah. uh, permanently to that smart contract. Right. And you know, when, and the more you, the more you, and the more you talk about it to me, and talk about it as this pertains to women, just talk about NFTs here for a moment. The fact mm -hmm. that you just described it as maybe the next evolution of UPCs or 
and, and how important it is that maybe every single, you know, car transaction or other things will be an NFT. This means women need to understand NFTs. They need to teach their daughters to understand it. So what you're saying is don't only, not only crypto, not only blockchain, but this NFT space is the future. And so as you think about as a woman uh, trying to build wealth, you need to understand NFTs as well. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be huge. It's going to be interesting how our lives will be even just a year from now, you, you'll, you'll start seeing applications of NFT. Um, and at Bloxers, we're, we're already, uh, we've already built it and we're launching it next month. So I'm not going to do a spoiler alert, but yeah, an enterprise applications of yeah. NFT um, is huge. I mean, what you see now it's in the billions or hundreds of billions, but the true, when the true applications of NFTs at the enterprise level, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, 10X, 100X or 1000X that. Wow. All right, so let's talk about one last thing. You've done an amazing job. Uh, so talk about uh, some, so what do you want to impart to women like with the course you're doing that you talked about in San Diego and then even talking me to, to, to me today do you have sort of a mission with other women to help them not have fear, demystify all these things, educate them? Do you feel a, a mission in your life as, as, or a kind of a calling to do that? Or uh, what's your sentiment about that to help other women? I do. Um, I belong to three different blockchain networking groups here. One's called Offchain. There's one called BOB, which is a Bitcoin and blockchain, and uh, there's another one. And you know, um, one of the off-chain group, we just had a meeting, or we meet every month, and there were 22, 25 people. I guess how many women was there? Women were there. Ten. One. Wow. I, I was the only one. Why? I don't know. Uh, and yeah, there, I mean, that's one in 20, right? Now we're talking, this is, these are all blockchain professionals, a lot of them entrepreneurs that started blockchain companies. So, um, and the other group, you know, so, I mean, one in 20, one in 10, one in 20, and this is the biggest revolution here and the women are not showing up. So it, it so I, I, that, that's why it, I started feeling that, uh, and it's not fun being the only one because you, you want to see other, it's a sisterhood, to, a sister to come in and, and join, it, you make it normal, not one in 20 is not normal, right? So uh, definitely I, I would like to demystify blockchain. It's so easy. I mean, when I talk to the, uh, the students after a, an hour with me, they get it, you know, at least at the very least they know blockchain is not Bitcoin and they know that crypto is, it's, it's, it's not blockchain and it's easy to, to buy crypto. So, so once we, once I start to air this, if, if women are interested in talking to you on any level, are you open to that? Or is that do how you want to set that up? Cause there, you might have a lot of people, even in a consulting way, uh, you may want to consider that. Yes. I mean, I can do, you know, let's just do, uh, um, we can do every other week. Uh, yeah, I think maybe that would be good. Like you, that we, yeah, we could do that. We could do like a money protector, you know, wealthy woman thing where we just, yeah, every other week we do, we tackle the subject. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, 
yeah. And um, demystify, you know, yeah. let's just call it that. Demystify crypto. Yeah. Okay. Oh, You're awesome. I think everybody, I'm going to clap for everyone that's going to give you a collective hand for a great job. And uh, it's really good. I, th I think that we are entering a, a, a quite a, a new time. Um, and I think we are a little bit distracted by what's happening with the pandemic and, and wars and <laughs> all the other things. It's a crazy time. So um, maybe this brave new world that you're a part of every day, more than most people, is, is something that seems esoteric and unapproachable for a lot of people. But your point is it shouldn't be. And I feel the same way. I feel like people need to embrace it. A lot of what I believe is the money protector and in, that is the subject of my my next book, Getting to Know Your Money, is education. And this is this is a perfect example of educating yourself about all these different technologies. And there's just a woeful lack of education, not just with women, but with many people about what is money, you know, and in this area, there's a lot to learn. And I know it's challenging for people, but education is paramount, I think, when it comes to your money. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's not that hard. It's not even that scary. And it's actually fun. You know, so one thing about crypto, it's it's on 24-7. You know, the stock market at least, you know, opens at 6.30 and it ends at 1. Yeah, the stock market goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and crypto never goes to bed. It never goes to sleep, yeah. And, and it's, you know, and it's volatile. I must say that. It's volatile. I mean, it could be up 30% and it's down 10 and, and down 20 and up, right? So think long term before you even start downloading your first wallet. You know, just think long-term because I, um, I'm a big proponent of long-term investment because I have a full-time job and I don't have time to, to trade, but, but you know, this is inception, right? So, um, I mean, as, as you already know, you make more money holding onto a stock long-term than you ever did if you're trading along the way. I mean, if you, if you think of, uh, of Amazon, if you held it, it it's gone up 40,000 yeah, percent or so. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And versus if you're trading it in and out, um, it wouldn't be as much, right? So think long term. This is still at inception. If you're going to get in, this is the chance. I mean, the ship's already sailed. You just got to get a ticket to get on, right? Um, and, uh, and it's, yeah. It, that's uh, it. And yeah, so think long term. And you can buy a little at a time to start out. One good thing about crypto, you can buy fractional. You don't have to buy one coin or one token. You can buy, one, you know, 10%, you know, one-tenth of a token or 5% of a token. And you can just start small. You can baby step.